everybody. Welcome back to Alpha Mom Radio. This is podcast number five. And today I will be interviewing someone brand new. Her name is Danielle Litoff. She is a good friend of mine. She is also a doctor of physical therapy here in Reno, Nevada. And today we will be talking about feeding our young athletes, our kids, and whether or not they're in high-level athletics or just starting out, we're going to be giving you great tips and tricks today for feeding them healthy, fueling them for their events, fueling them whether or not it's a 30-minute event or if they're higher-level athletes playing all day long. And so let me just give you Danielle's bio quickly. So Danielle has been practicing physical therapy since 1997. She received her doctorate of physical therapy in 2010 from Temple University. She is a a Mulligan practitioner certified in 2010. She's also board certified specialty in orthopedic physical therapy in 2011. More recently, Danielle has begun to do some nutrition and health coaching and has a certification from the Functional Medicine Kalish Institute as well as a certification in transformational nutritional coaching. And these she both received in the past two years. So Danielle has started her health coaching business as well as is a very active uh, soccer coach to her kids as well as a level one trainer in CrossFit. So she's a very well-rounded as far as the physical therapy as well as working with nutrition and working with athletes. So we're going to have a great chat today about feeding your athlete and I I just wanted to let you know, as usual, I have some cheat sheets and tips and bonus sheets over at katanyataylor.com forward slash toolkit. That's T-O-O-L-K-I-T. And over there, you can download all the accompanying forms and worksheets that go along with my podcast. So today, there's going to be two over there, um, one that's full with full of recipes and ideas for foods and hydration drinks, and another one that's a little more specific to actual game day eating, especially for high-level athletes. So with no further ado, let's get to my interview with Danielle. And once again, go on over to Katanya Taylor dot com forward slash toolkit and download all that extra information over there with lists and recipes. So enjoy the show today. So in this first section, Danielle and I kind of just get going and start chatting. And so I kind of have to go back and um, I didn't do an official interview. introduction of her. So um, I'm just going to let you know how we started the conversation. First of all, welcome, Danielle. Thank you for joining me on Alpha Mom Radio. And of course, she's not here right now to say thank you so much for being here. But uh, anyway, we jumped right into a very cool conversation. And my first question to her was, because she travels a lot with her girls, mostly with soccer, um, we jumped right into whether or not Danielle had any ideas of snacks and how they eat on the road and what she makes and just all that kind of stuff. So here is her answer. Why don't we sort of um, back up? So your kids are, are you still doing soccer and and traveling and all that? Yes. Yes, we are. And in season start now. So we're back into this thing of it all. Yeah. Um, Last season, they were both playing, they both had tournaments, and they and they were also playing what we call NorCal, which is Northern California. So we were traveling from Reno to Sacramento probably once or twice a month for games. Some days it was leaving at 6 a.m. and coming home at 8 p.m. 
mm-hmm. um, getting two games in a day, um, you know, and then also the try, and then also doing game game nights during the week, um, all over the Reno Basin. Area. Right. So, how do you, when you're in your ideal situation, or I guess your best situation, maybe at home, but like you said, you try to get hotels that maybe you can cook in or something like that. What kinds of foods are you trying to get as your, you know, first meal of the day into your kids when they have, let's say, a tournament, you know, a day full playing, at least two games? What kind of foods are you focusing on? Yeah, I'm focusing on whole foods. I'm focusing on clean foods. I'm focusing on really good fats and really good carbohydrates um, and and protein, too. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think my kids are pretty good um, – I don't think they're huge sugar burners just because of what we eat on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. But so the morning of a tournament, you know, we will do eggs, we'll do um, a clean bacon or we'll do a clean sausage. Um, I try and do uh, maybe a little bit of fruit with that if they're up for it, depending on what time. I mean, a lot of times it's really hard. If you've got an 8 o'clock game um, and it's a half-hour drive and you have to be there at 7, Sometimes they just don't want to eat. They're not hungry. And that's really hard for me. So that's when I'll pack stuff. Um, I do the um, pancakes that are made from good starches. So I'll do a sweet potato pancake or I'll do a plantain pancake or I'll do an apple and nut butter plantain pancake. Those I make ahead of time and I can bring them with me. Mm-hmm. And the girls will tend to eat those. Even if they're a little bit cold, the girls will tend to eat those. So sometimes if we have those early morning ones, those are things I bring with us. Um, sometimes I try and do the egg muffins, you know, and the egg muffins will have carrot and zucchini in it. Um, that's a good one to bring. Sometimes we'll have carrot, zucchini, bacon, or sausage. Um, I tend to use the Applegate brand bacon and sausage. It tends to mm-hmm. be a little bit better for them. Mm-hmm. So I'll make those ahead of time and pack those with us. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you, you know, folk, would you say on a game day um, you're trying to get in a few more carbs in them than you would on a regular day? Not necessarily. I mean, I'm, if I'm being very honest, not necessarily. My kids. And, you know, these are my kids, and this is what I've seen with my kids. My kids are pretty resilient, and mm-hmm. whatever I give them, they seem to be okay. Now, if I saw that my kids is losing a lot of energy, I might focus on that a little bit more on the clean cards and see how they're doing. Um, but, honestly, I haven't seen a huge change to make me need to kind of research it more. Right. Okay. They don't bonk or anything like that that makes you think. My kids don't bonk. Um, what was very interesting is when they were little, I used to have a snack. You know, they used to have that halftime snack that was just god-awful. Um, uh-huh. I would always the kids bonk in the third quarter. Uh, the, the whole team, you'd see them. They'd play great. You know, halftime comes, and towards the end of the third quarter, it looked like they needed to take a nap. And right. That used to crack me up. Like, why are we doing this? This is ridiculous. It's especially when they were little. They're not even playing an hour, right? They're, right. They're barely playing forty-five minutes. So we give them these snacks, and every mom is trying to outdo the other mom on the snack, and the kids would totally bonk in these little games. <laughs> um, but now that they're older, so my girls are, you know, U fourteen and U twelve. Mm-hmm. They're playing, so the 12-year-old is playing, I think, 35-minute halves, and the 13-year-old the is playing 45-minute halves. So, that, you know, 
full game. Right. And we, they don't have snacks. They do have, um, if they, you know, not my kids, but other kids do have uh, Gatorade and stuff like that for halftime, but um, they don't have snacks anymore. And I have noticed that, and I don't know if the age, but I really think it's because they're not having the crummy snacks and the sugar rush at halftime that they're not bonking. And you're talking more about the other kids that you've been watching that you thought bonked yeah. after. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, yeah. So it's a huge difference. Like you, like you say, we're talking, you know, when you, when our kids are six, seven, eight and they're going out and playing for 35 minutes, they absolutely don't need the gummy snacks or the Gatorade or the, I mean, God forbid the, the cupcakes after the game, but we're right. talking where you and I are, I guess, talking with where, where our kids are now, which is where things get more important is, you know, like you said, two 45-minute halves, and sometimes you're in tournaments where she's playing two games a day, if not more, right? Right. So sometimes it's two games a day, and it's three days in a row, right? So easily, depending on how far they go, six games in, in three days, and um that's the hard part is getting that recovery time in as well. Um, but so, we the kids, yeah. So, yeah, I just want to, I guess I just want to clarify, you're really not, you haven't noticed in those kind of higher intensity situations that your kids bonk if you don't focus on getting them a little bit more carbs. And I want to talk about what clean carbs are in a second, but you, you don't feel that they need, you know, maybe some more sweet potatoes or a little extra rice even in those situations. I haven't seen it with my kids yet. You know, okay. um, my, you know, my daughter will start high school soccer next year. We'll see, you know, right, um, right. And, and I'm just talking to my kids because I, that's the only ones I can control, um, the resilience and being in shape and stuff like that. And right now my kids are doing, doing pretty good with that and I haven't had to adjust it. Right. So they're getting, t- tell me kind of some, let's talk a little bit about what clean carbs are and what they get, what you see kind of in general which is also what you're feeding on a game day because you're not altering it. So what kind of amounts are we talking of of carbs particularly? I mean, everyone kind of, I think, you know, when we talk about healthy fats, um, you know, we know that kids need to eat a little bit of butter. We're just not watching fats. We want to let them have the fats. But let's talk about the carbs because, you know, that's where we go, okay, do they have a bowl of cereal? Do they have a whole sweet potato, do we do oatmeal, do we do, are we, are we making sure they get these carbs in and in a pinch we have to give them some, some goldfish because they need their carbs or what does it look like for you? So for us, um, on a game day, especially we really focus on, you know, in the mornings we're trying really hard to focus actually on protein. Um, and you know, so we're doing eggs and bacon and avocado and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, occasionally, like I said, we do, uh, a pancake that's either made out of sweet potato and apple and um, and plantains, mm-hmm. um, those types of things that we're doing. Um, or like I said before, to the uh, muffins with either the spinach in it, like a frittata or something like that. So that's kind of what I focus on in the morning. Um, during the games themselves, the kids have water. Yep. Um, you know, sometimes I'll try and do berries in the water or a squirt of lemon and a squirt of lime and a little bit of lime wedge in the water. I'll mm-hmm. do that a lot for my kids. Um, and then, um, you know, I'm, in my perfect world, they would be having, you know, vegetables in between or some fruit in between, oranges, apples, 
pears, whatever, those types of carbs in between the games with some good fat, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But here's the reality of it. They're in, a, they're in a soccer team with a bunch of people who think that Portisub is the best place on earth. Mm-hmm. So I do my best to try and avoid that. How about um, bars? How about bars? So bars I like. I really like the Vega bars. V-E-G-A. Okay. So I really like those Vega bars. I bring those with us quite a bit. I think the Luna protein bars are okay as well. Mm-hmm. Um, again, in a pinch, I would prefer that over a um, over the uh, goldfish, right? Oh, yeah, I, absolutely. So I try those. Um, you know, I used to make my own beef jerky, um, and my younger one really likes my beef jerky. So that's one that we do pack with us and we bring with us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have on game days, we'll go by the grocery store and I will get deli meat. I'll buy an avocado. Um, I'll buy some fruit, some bananas. Um, and we'll just sit on the field and eat that a right. lot of times as well. Um, again, in a pinch, we will do the full fat Greek yogurt with honey. Mm-hmm. Um, or some berries or something like that in the summer. Um, I'll do that depending on how long they have before the game because my kids don't seem to have any dairy issues. Again, that's in a pinch, and and I'm getting to the age where the kids are fighting me a little bit. But when they were younger, it was much easier. (laughs) They were like, okay, thanks, Mom. Yeah, and in the the morning time, we do focus. We do a lot of coconut oil. We do ghee. We do organic grass-fed butters. Um, You know, the other times, too, I'll look at smoothies with the kids. Um, coconut milk in the smoothie, almond milk in the smoothie, a lot of vegetables in the smoothie with some berries. And that's how they get to get some good um, carbohydrates in that as well. well talk, to, talk to me about um, proteins and especially clean proteins when we get into some of the bacons and sausages that you can go really down down a bad road versus you know right. those, those clean ones. So the, the ones I look at, Applegate tends to be easy to find. find. Wilshire Farms is another good one that also has no sugar in it. Um, okay. So that's a pretty clean one. So I truly try and stick to those two when I'm doing bacon with the kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so we're yeah, looking for lower, lower sugar. Um, generally, I guess, you know, I'm trying to look for... They, no nitrates. They say uncured, yeah, no nitrates, uncured. Yeah. I mean, you uncured. basically, a lot of times you kind of get what you pay for. Um, right. So you're right. looking at, you, it does are, yeah, they're a little bit more expensive, but they're worth their weight in gold. So Wilshire Farms is the only one, and that's a GAPS-approved one okay. that I found with no sugar. And so that's okay. GAPS-approved. Oh, that's good to know. Wilshire, I'm going to write that down so yeah. you can put that in the show notes. Yeah, Wilshire, Wilshire Farms. Farms. And they have. Um, a and where do you sodium. get? Where are you buying Wilshire Farms? That one, the only place in Reno, the only place I found it is at Whole Foods. Oh, you okay. know what? Actually, the Natural Wilshire and the Co-op does carry it. Oh, okay, great. Wilshire yeah, Farms. and the Co-op and then, carry it. And then Applegate as well. Yeah, Applegate's another one we use quite a bit. But we're basically we're staying away from. Jimmy there we Dean. go. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Dean is a big one. And- Hey guys, I had to jump in here and just tell you that with all the products that are out there and all the stuff Danielle and I are talking about, I am going to create a third freebie over at KatanyaTaylor.com forward slash toolkit. Um, a freebie on the best sources of different sausages, meats, proteins, um, 
it might go over into other products, but primarily I'm looking at um, sausages and meats and protein products. So I just wanted to jump in here because it is very confusing and we aren't going to go into it too deeply here. So I just wanted to let you know, go on over there for that added bonus. One thing I know we can share that we've probably both done, it's not always the easiest thing, but you can get um, just a nice clean ground pork and you can put in... um, you can put in seasoning that's like um, breakfast sausage seasoning, you know. You can Absolutely. really make your own breakfast sausage. And you just you can get yeah. breakfast sausage seasoning. You can even throw it together yourself so that you're using yeah. organic, organic spices. And then it tastes just like breakfast sausage. You can, look up, you can look up recipes on how to make breakfast sausage seasoning or spicy, you know, Andalou seasoning. You can really do that. And right. another great way... To do bacon is, you know, we get, um, we've gotten like half a pig a couple years in a row and they will give you the bacon uncured. They'll just give you the bacon, the strips of the bacon. And there's nothing right. done, to, done to it and you cook it yourself and there's, it's, it's quite amazing. So, um, if yeah. you're ordering from local Absolutely. farms and stuff, yeah, that's probably the best way to go. Not always the easiest, but, um, but yeah, I think the healthiest. Yeah. And I you think it's get... actually cheaper when you do it that way, when you can, you know, if you have the deep freezer and if you have the space for it, in the long run, I think it's actually cheaper when you get the half a pig um, or the cow or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you're getting. Um, yep. I think in the in the long run, it actually does come out cheaper when you're looking at price per pound. Absolutely. And you spice it how you want it and you put it back in the freezer mm-hmm. and just, just have it and, labeled. And you can change it, too. That's my thing. So let's talk a little bit about about sports drinks. To do or not to do, and if you're going to do it, what are our options? All right. So, honestly, I think sports drinks are awful, terrible for you. I don't Mm -hmm. see any reason to do them at all. Um, The sugar content or the fake sugar content is so horrible. The amount of chemicals in it is terrible. There's nothing healthy about a sports drink. I think when when it came out originally, it had pure, it had regular sugar in it, it had lemon juice, and it had lime juice. Hmm. And that's what it was. And that's what worked. Um, wow. And then it became commercialized. It made it turned into Coca-Cola. And we now put high fructose corn syrup in it and we put food dyes in it. Mm-hmm. But Absolutely. when it started, and I believe as a kid, especially, so for the most part, depending, for the most part, if they're not working for more than 90 minutes, they do not need to replenish their salts. Hmm. Right? Okay. And that was the big right. thing, is that you're looking at replenishing salt. So, they need carbohydrates or they need something. And so you're giving them a little sugar. You're giving them a little bit of um, uh, sodium mm-hmm. because they're depleted, right? Right. But usually you don't eat that until you're working out hard for 90 minutes. Right. And then you need to replenish, right? So marathons, long, long runs, soccer games, you know, those types of things. And I think tournaments to count. But honestly, softball games? Not really. Yeah, I know. Great. Yeah, yeah, you're running 90 yeah. yards, and then you're resting. You really right. don't need to replenish. Um, so that that's my feeling on that. Like, and, and like I said, my girls at that they're not even at that age yet where they truly need to replenish. But if they do need to replenish, using you know, take a water bottle, fill it up the night before, put some lemon juice in it, put you know, squeeze some lemon or some lemon um, you know chunks, lime chunks are really nice in there. Berries are really really good. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so you can muddle, yeah, you can muddle them or whole, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And you can give that a flavor. You're going to get the sugar out of them. You're also going to get the, you know, if they do like it, if they're not grossed out by the texture, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I love the muddled berries. And you eat that at the end, and then you're going to get the whole fruit. You're going to be able to have the sodium, potassium, all that stuff that changes with that. Um, so, and you can even put a little bit of honey in there, a little bit of um, uh, stevia in there, a little bit to get some sugar if they mm-hmm. really need those carbs. But, you know, for the most part, unless you're training for those really long-term things, you don't need to replenish with that. Right. You need water. Yeah. You know, and, and eat an orange. Now, is the, in the lemon juice, in the lemon juice, are we getting a few of those, like, magnesium stuff? I'm not real sure on that. Where, what's coming from the lemon or lime juice? Are you getting the Good. electrolytes? So that's the lemon, great. Yeah, so fresh lemon and lime. And like I said, that's what Gatorade was. It was fresh lemon and lime um, yep. until it became a product of Coca-Cola. Exactly. Um, so, yes, it, it's the electrolyte replacement. And actually, um, I'll give you a link to my blog. I wrote a blog on it um, a while ago uh, mm-hmm. that I passed out to all the kids, our parents on my soccer team when we started doing the tournament. Because uh-huh. I was watching these kids, like, just down in these, you know, electric blue drinks. And, uh, <laughs> oh, I know. Turning their mouth blue and God knows what yeah. else, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Because like, that's super healthy, right? Electric blue yeah. is something that comes, comes good in nature. Um, but, yeah, I mean, so you, you are getting, just by eating a fruit, you're getting the electrolyte replacement that you need. And that's why I'm saying, you know, those cutie oranges are great because yeah. they come in a package. The kids yep. usually like them. They have a little bit of sugar in them, mm-hmm. you know, natural sugars, They ha- and they have the electrolyte replacement. You That's don't need great. anything else. Totally. Totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, I, found I don't know if you remember have... when, Sorry, when we ahead. were kids. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know if you remember when we were kids, but halftime, you got a quarter of an orange to suck on, right? Yeah. Maybe a half. Right. And that was right. it. Right? Yep. Yep. That's all you need. Totally. Um, I was looking into this a little bit, and I found a really cool um, electrolyte drink that had put chia seeds in it because you do get a lot of nutrients out of that as well as mm-hmm. proteins and fats. So we'll put a link to, there, to that as well. But right. like you said, going back, this is only if they're playing for more than 90 minutes or they're in really hot weather where they're sweating a lot. Sweating um, crazy. And it, it, like if they look cakey, if they look salty, you know, that's yeah. when they need to replenish that. But if they, you know, if they just look sweaty or whatever. And you're playing in, you know, you're playing in Reno in the in the winter. In, it's yeah. not going to happen, right? Right. Yeah, right. I mean, it's totally. a lot different in Georgia in the summer, right? Exactly. Um, and so you you're going to look at that, and again, um, you know, it's not a health drink. This is there's no benefit to to drinking Gatorade. There, there's none. It's if anything, it's a detriment. Right. To these kids. Right. So. And the sugar in those carbs are not necessarily going to keep them from bonking. In fact, it could get them, you know, a, a spike and then they can drop. So we want to keep everything right. steady. Going to keep everything steady by giving them, you know, the protein and some of the carbs throughout the day um, if they have right. multiple games and not just chock full, you know, chocking them full of, of sugar and carbs thinking that's going to give sugar, them the energy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, and and what I see a lot of parents doing is they do, you know, and, and sometimes they don't give you time. But, you know, you, like I said, you're going to Portisubs and the kids are eating these big sandwiches with, uh, you know, bread and, you know, chemical foods. It It is not that hard to find a grocery store and mm-hmm. go buy the meats. Go buy, you know, some good cheeses if you're going to use cheese. If it, there is not a problem, go buy an avocado. You mm-hmm. know, we used to do... Um, 
some of the better brand turkeys and we would just chop up an avocado and, you know, and then some tomato slices and, ha- and roll that up and have them eat that. Um, you know, so it's not that hard to find for them. You know, right. you can do it in a lettuce wrap or something like that. Um, right. And the body's going to recognize real food for one. And for another, mm-hmm. you're not going to give them a bunch of stuff that's going to sit in their belly. You know, a big, right. whole bunch, whole bunch of bread being one of them. Right. That's just Which gonna is going to bring them up and bring them down. Right. right. And they, they're going to end up having to digest their food versus actually pushing nutrients out to the muscles where the muscles need it. The blood supply is going to go to their gut. If they're going to be digesting. They're not going to be able to run. It's going right. to be a pit in their stomach. Um, now, again, if these kids are very, very carb adapted and not mm-hmm. fat or protein adapted, you give them a big thing of, um, you know, on game days, you're like, okay, here we go. And you're going to give them eggs and bacon and turkey and, you know, no carbs, but they're not adapted to it, they're not going to do well. Mm. So so this has to be a a lifestyle change to some extent, you know. I'm not saying that they, you have to change it because they have to be adapted to it. If they are carb adapted, if they're used to eating um, the gummy things and they're used to having the sugar drinks and they're used to having a pasta feed the night before and you change it the day before the game to, oh, gosh, we're going to, we're going to give them protein and fat now. Right. Their body's not going to be adapted. So Absolutely. It's, it's a little bit of a change ahead of time. Right. We're looking at it over the long run, and we're looking at removing all those sugary, you know, processed carbs all the time, making those changes. Right. And then and then, we, then we talk about game day and, you know, the tweaks that we're going to make them. But you're absolutely right. Don't go running out. And making these changes right now, uh, you know, other than maybe the electrolyte drinks, those can be cut out right yeah, away. Those can be yeah. those can be cut out forever. But, right, um, immediately yeah, and forever. Yeah, yeah. Yes, immediately and forever. But you know, if they have cereal, you know, Monday through Friday, and then on game day, you're like, okay, here we go. Then it's right. Gonna, their body's not going to be used to it. Very. True. Uh, and you're not going to see the performance that you're looking for. This is uh, something that you need to start well in advance of game day. It's right. like training. You need to start training well in advance of game day. You can't wake up and go, okay, let's go play six games of soccer this weekend and we've never touched a ball. Right. The same thing with their food. Get their body used to it. So maybe a way to kind of help people if they want to start, you know, kind of switching to a whole foods diet. Um, well, how about giving us some ideas of switching from that cereal, switching from the goldfish? Where do, where do we start? Um, and starting, like you say, with a little higher carb maybe than our children might eat because they are switching and they're going to do it a little bit more slowly. But let's just talk about switching to some better sources of carbs. Give us some ideas there. So, I mean, like I said, I, I really love, I keep going back to that plantain pancake. There's a plantain pancake or the plantain or banana. Um, the, there's a great recipe for banana banana waffles. They're like banana apple waffles, mm-hmm. right? So your carbs and your starches are coming from fruits and vegetables, right? You can use sweet potatoes. I've made sweet potato waffles and sweet potato pancakes. You can use coconut flour to make a big batch of it, and then you freeze it. So now you've got your pancake mix, and all you have to add is eggs and, you know, a, a non-dairy milk to it, and mm-hmm. you can make waffles. Mm-hmm. Um, I do all different things. So my base would be from the paleo mom is the plantain pancake. And mm-hmm. so I'll use plantains and then I add different flavors to it. So I'll add bananas to it or I'll add apples to it or I'll add um, a pear to it um, when I make it. And then I'll change the nuts around. Sometimes I'll use Brazil nuts. Sometimes I'll use um, almonds. Sometimes I will use um, walnuts. 
or sometimes I use chia seeds, sometimes I use flax seeds. So I kind of, my base is those plantains and, the, and our, you know, pastured eggs, and mm-hmm. then I kind of mix with that. I change the flavors. I'll do cinnamon, I'll do vanilla. Those are the two big ones in our house, or cinnamon and vanilla. Um, okay. So the plantain uh, hanging from the, from the paleo mom, is that is the recipe? From the, yeah, that's from Great. the paleo mom. And yeah, so plantains are cool. And so I'll do those cool. in advance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, again, you're getting pretty high carbs with that. That's not a low-carb type of starch. Right. Um, you know, and then, like, um, uh, sweet potatoes. You can use yams or sweet potatoes and make the hash brown. Right. With those. And then I use, sometimes it tastes really good, you use the um, the bacon fat from your good bacon. Mm-hmm. Just fry those up. And those are oh, yummy. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, you know, and you can make those a little savory, or you can make them a little sweet, depending. You can with the with the um, sweet potato latkes, you can put a little cinnamon in it, or if you want to make them a little bit spicier, a little, you know, you can use a little bit of cayenne pepper. You can use a little bit of, um, you know, more of a savory type of uh, mix with that as fresh herbs go. Yeah, that sounds great. Good yeah, stuff. my kids yeah. really like that food processor. You grate it and you just make it like a latke, um, right? Like a potato pancake. Good, good, good stuff. Okay, guys, so Danielle and I had so much fun today that we went way over time. So I am actually going to be able to cut this into two podcasts. So today we discussed athletes and food and lots of recipes and ideas on how to feed and shift your child to a nutrient-dense diet and cut out some of the um, sports drinks, etc., So the next podcast with Danielle, episode number six, will air next week, and we will go on to talk a little bit about your child's diet, changing their diets to a nutrient-dense diet, and we do include some discussion on the GAPS diet, which is a very interesting diet that can help with all sorts of issues from autoimmune disease to gut issues to brain issues to neurological issues. And Danielle is somewhat of an expert on the GAPS diet, so I had to discuss it with her. And uh, we also discuss a little bit about behaviors around eating and how to talk to our kids about making healthy choices and just some of Danielle's and my tips and tricks. So tune in next week to another interview with Danielle Litoff. Don't forget to go over and get your bonus material over at katanyataylor.com forward slash toolkit. Thanks for being here. I'll see you next time.